another herd on the street and we're here with one of the uh, participants uh, having a poster at uh, the Islet Study Conference in Vancouver. So maybe we can start by, by you introducing yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So my name is David Lorberbaum. I am a brand new PI at the University of Michigan in the Department of Pharmacology and the Caswell Diabetes Institute. I've just started this position in April, so I'm still pretty new, but I'm super excited to uh, kind of hit the ground running. Congratulations. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, my, my project is um, working really on the development of pancreatic islets and pancreatic beta cells. I use a, a couple of different models. My bread and butter are really ma the mice. Um, I love using the established genetics of the system um, and having that in vivo environment, but I absolutely recognize that we're not trying to cure mouse diabetes. Uh, so I've also included and started working on human pluripotent stem cell differentiations to have a more human context. That's also going to allow me to isolate pure populations of cells um, to really address the main questions that I have about this process, about the mechanisms of pancreatic beta cell development. And so I've, I've focused on a couple of different, um, I have a couple of different uh, factors. One of them is GATA6. This is a long-term collaboration that I've had with uh, Paul Gadu at CHOP and my former mentor, uh, Lori Sussel at the University of Colorado. And I'm kind of carrying, carrying the reins from Lori. She's worked on GATA for a long time. Um, and so what, what I'm doing is um, adding my own, my own flavor to it, where I'm looking at the intersection of GATA6, this transcription factor that's important in pancreas development, and retinoic acid signaling, which is important, uh, also important for pancreas developments as well as uh, many other tissues. And so um, my, my basic hypothesis was uh, started after looking at a bunch of GATA6 disease mutations. Um, our collaborator, Paul, modeled one of these really severe mutations that led to pancreas agenesis, um, uh, very, very severe diabetes, and unfortunately death for uh, a patient. Upon modeling this mutation though, and putting it into his uh, beta cell differentiations, he actually found that they were still able to make beta cells, even though the patient herself did not have beta cells. So the question became, how is that possible? What's different about the differentiation scheme um, that everybody's using, um, that I'm using, uh, that we're all using, that um, has this very different result? And after a lot of different tests, figured out that impairing retinoic acid signaling simultaneously um, while this GATA6 mutation was present, prevented the, the generation of beta cells. That's where I joined the, joined the picture and bringing my background in cell signaling uh, into this. Because when you simultaneously impair RA and GATA6, um, the, these, the loss of beta cells is actually conserved in mice. And that's what I showed just a few years ago. And, um, I use these mouse models of development to impair retinoic acid signaling and knock out GATA6, specifically in endocrine progenitors. Um, we found that there is a separate role for retinoic acid signaling after pancreas induction. 
Um, we did this through, um, again, these mouse models. We've done RNA sequencing. We've done protein quantification in um, uh, immunohisto or um, uh, IF stain slides. Um, we've done um, go term analyses where we've identified downstream targets that are that are disrupted in retinoic acid um, inhibited samples, and we've also confirmed this in human samples. So there are a lot of a lot of um, conserved mechanisms um, at play just with retinoic acid signaling, but also GATA six because when you start completing these um, analyses between. Um, when you start completing these analyses with both GATA6 and retinoic, retinoic acid signaling being impaired, you see even um, more drastic differences. And now you're not just targeting the, um, I, the beta cells, you're targeting all of the endocrine cells, uh, beta cells, alpha cells, delta cells, and uh, ghrelin-positive epsilon cells. And so I've quantified this both RNA and protein and shown that these mice continue to be glucose tolerant as adults. And so I think we're trying to understand the mechanism of how retinoic acid signaling and GATA6 actually work together is going to be a large focus of my, my lab. Um, looking at uh, just a couple of preliminary co-aminoprecipitation experiments, um, I've shown that RAR-alpha, the downstream effector of retinoic acid signaling, can interact uh, with GATA6 through the zinc finger domains upon mutation of certain amino acids in these zinc fingers. Um, this disrupts the interaction. So we have some pretty exciting preliminary data suggesting there is actually a direct interaction between RA and GATA6. And we think this is occurring in the endocrine progenitors to help shape beta cell, beta cell fate. Um, we also have a lot of these patient mutations that I mentioned earlier um, that could be affecting this in different ways. Each of these mutations lead to, leads to a different type of um, outcome for, for patients. Some have agenesis, some have diabetes, some have both, and some have neither. A lot of folks have cardiac, cardiac problems as well. And so with all of these mutations, we now have um, an exciting model between GATA6 and retinoic acid signaling that could um, really help to explain how the heart and the pancreas are both working.